Hello, boxing fans around the world. Thank you for joining me once again here on Talk and Fight for another episode of Boxing News Today. And uh, we're going to go around the world, not necessarily physically around the world, of course, but we've got a whack of stories uh, of divergent interests for a bunch of different uh, people who listen to this channel. I got to start off with uh, the WBA and their whole... Uh, uh, regular championship uh, belts that they make available, but they're now closer than ever to completely removing those ill-fated uh, regular championships. So the WBA has confirmed the number of boxing divisions with the regular champions reduced to five of the 17 weight classes. Therefore, 12 categories are left with only one champion as part of the ongoing plan to eradicate the regular title completely. Now, quite frankly, President Gilberto Mendoza took over 10 years to fulfill the promise he made in 2013. At the time, Mendoza told the, the world he planned to remove the regular belts that polarized fans from the get-go. Beginning in 2009, uh, the secondary strap bred champions who were not really world title holders. And this struck a chord, especially with the diehard fans who felt sorry for the boxers who won the so-called crown. In a solid effort, the WBA has confirmed the five remaining divisions that will be they'll be rid of that belt soon. The entire situation could be resolved, however, in the next 12 months. Glad someone's getting paid for that. I'm going to move along now to a uh, freshly announced uh, rematch. You're looking at Liam Smith, who's going to battle Chris Eubank Jr. on uh, September 7th in Manchester. It's called Repeat or Revenge. Former WBO junior middleweight champ Liam Smith and Chris Eubank Jr. will meet on September 2nd in a 12-round rematch at the Manchester Arena in Manchester, England. Eubank Jr., who's 32-3, and 23 knockouts, gets a second chance to save his career by looking to avenge his fourth-round knockout loss suffered against Liam Smith, 33-3-1, 20 knockouts last January. The 33-year-old Eubank Jr. feels the referee Victor Lachlan prematurely stopped the contest when he pulled the plug on the bout after Chris Jr. got to his feet following the second knockdown. Eubank Jr. would have been knocked out clinically if Lachlan didn't stop it when he did, but by blaming the referee, Chris Jr. has enough boxing fans willing to believe this to be a rematch via uh, with Liam Viable. It'll be interesting to see if Eubank Jr. will do any better than he did in the first fight because he's not skilled enough says uh, Michael Collins over Boxing247.com. Uh, if Eubank Jr. loses the rematch, it will be a good time for him to retire. It's announced now. He says, I'm happy uh, you know we've got the date finalized and it can be announced. We've got something to go ahead with, said Liam Smith. I'm fully healed up and now I'm back in the gym full time. September the 2nd is not too far away, so I'm looking forward to it. And like I said before, I'm looking forward to scratching that itch. Good for him. Ah, speaking of uh, British fighters, over onto the women's side of things, we see that Chantel Cameron isn't thrilled at the idea of going back to Ireland for a rematch with Katie Taylor. The 32-year-old defeated the Irish icon on May 20th at the Three Arena in Dublin. On the night, Cameron proved too good overall and hand, handed Taylor her first professional loss. Cameron, who's now 18-0, uh, retained her four belts at 140 pounds and looks set to defend them against the same dance partner in November. 
She says she wants the rematch. It looks like Dublin. I'd rather it wasn't, but if I have to go back, I have to go back. And it's looking like it's my belt again, said Cameron. Taylor already had a contractual rematch clause and indicated not long after the defeat that she wanted to run it back. Uh, Cameron, however, likes the idea of proving herself at lightweight where Taylor holds all the titles. She said, I want to challenge myself and go a new weight division and undisputed. I defended my belts against Jessica McCaskill, who was 147 undisputed and didn't want to give me a rematch. And they didn't want to see the fight again. So that was fair enough. I'll put my belts on the line against Katie Taylor and beat her. I thought, uh, right, set myself a challenge and go down to lightweight, which I think I'm better at as well. Her trainer, Jamie Moore, uh, was uh, alongside her during these uh, comments made on a podcast and said making the lightweight limit wouldn't be a problem. She can easily do lightweight, Moore said, before, su before suggesting a compromise to keep both fighters happy. Obviously, Chantel wants the opportunity to be a world champion at a different weight. We understand that. Katie wants to try and reverse the decision and still wants a chance to become undisputed at two weights. Why can't we do all the belts? Everyone's a winner then. Chantel still gets a chance to be two-weight world champion, and so does Katie. Let's see how that shapes up. Now, I just want to make a quick little mention here of uh, our old friend Ryan Garcia, who, because uh, we often wonder, how much do these fellas make? Okay, really, truly. So Ryan Garcia confirmed to Adam Baskin, uh, reporting in BoxingNews24.com, that his take for the fight with Gervonta Tank Davis was 30 million US dollars. Wow. That was on a Showtime pay per view uh, last April, as we all recall. Uh, and the event pulled in over 100 million in total, Ryan said. It's hard not to imagine the Tank Davis purse was closer to the 40, 50 million dollar range, although he's uh, recently been enjoying uh, time in jail. Um, and when he got out, it was shown, I believe it was on Twitter, one of the social media um, sites with just, a, just a, a few pounds worth of money in his hands, stacks of cash, actually. So he's quite happy, I suppose, to be out of jail and be able to spend that money. A lot of money to be spent indeed. Ryan's net worth before the fight with Tank was reported $20 million anyway, but now it's increased to $50 million. He said recently he's moving to Dallas. Uh, which is a beautiful and surprisingly affordable housing. The only downside is the weather is similar to Vegas, he said. Some boxing fans on social media feel that Ryan Garcia didn't deserve the fight with Tank because his resume was suspect, filled with weak opposition from top to bottom. It didn't matter that Ryan never fought quality opposition. He got the payday against Tank because of these reasons. One, 11 million Instagram followers. B, lack of experience. C, poor defense. And D, weak resume. It's fair to say that the chances are greater that Ryan fights again this year than Tank Davis, as he seems more ambitious and wants to improve his game. Fair enough. Ryan's been training with his new coach, Derek James, by the way, uh, in Dallas, putting in the work to try and become a world champion. In contrast, Gervonta has been in jail, as I said, and the only thing we've seen from him since he's released was a, was a picture of him holding huge stacks of $100 bills. There you go. Uh, let's have a quick look here and see what, oh, speaking of stacks of money. Okay. Boxer and OnlyFans model, Daniela Helmsley, who we mentioned the other day, will not take part in this week's Kingpin Boxing Final after being barred 
for her topless celebration. However, the 22-year-old has released a statement denying she had been banned and claiming she had stepped down voluntarily. Helmsley flashed the crowd after winning her first boxing match over the weekend and faced criticism for doing so. Uh, yeah, but speaking of um, these two um, influencer boxer uh, outfits, two of Misfits boxing head honchos first met in a fight on the streets of London, and now they run a promotion company worth over one hundred million pounds the company was launched in 2022 to give a home to crossover bouts between celebrity and sporting stars it was founded by british youtube sensation ksi and his music mogul manager mams taylor but they also teamed up with boxing promoter kelly sourland who first met taylor during a street fight in london uh taylor uh, taylor told uh, uh over in the uk the sun uh, Callie and I were in the West End having a street fight against each other's friends. We were probably uh, 13 and 14, and we always had mutual respect for each other, uh, Nissy Sourland as well. And they had a reputation as hard men, and I had a reputation for the same thing. We'd always, put, uh, we'd always be fighting. I didn't know why. Obviously, it's stupid now. Over the years, we would see each other, and there was always a mutual respect. Taylor got to find fame in music while Sourland became one of the boxing's most powerful figures. In 2019, when KSI, nicknamed JJ, beat Logan Paul in their Los Angeles rematch, the idea of crossover boxing was created. As a platform, Taylor said, Kelly and I spoke about it, and it was like, look, I really want JJ to be doing this for himself rather than making others millions. I spoke to JJ about it. He loved it. He loved uh, creating platforms that helps others. And I really think this helps creators in so many ways. Misfits head into the eighth event this Saturday night, staged in Nashville, Tennessee, in the USA, and aired as streaming on DAZN. Wow. Taylor admits he had been inspired by the WWE's promote production value, but insists the mayhem of Misfits is ultimately real. You can't script the action. It's real boxing matching within the ring, so you can't predict the outcome, and you never know what's going to happen. But fighting is real, and sometimes I plant a seed and it just leave it, and I know it's going to create a feud between the couple of them. Some professional shit stirs got to go once in a while, but a lot of times it's cool. It just happens organically. Uh, so <laughs> some fantastic pictures, by the way. If you want to go along to uh, thesun.co.uk slash sport, have a look in the their boxing section. <laughs> There's some uh, pretty interesting pictures about influencer boxing. Anyway, speaking of money and speaking of television and speaking of uh, other revenue streams other than simply fights, Oscar De La Hoya is a busy man at the moment, as we all know, a little tied up with Ryan Garcia. But aside from the legal friction between himself and Garcia, he's the subject of an upcoming documentary on HBO. He said, if you're a fan... Uh, a hater, a lost soul, or just an individual who is happy and figuring out uh, life one day at a time. A doc about my life will debut on HBO Max uh, on the 24th and 25th of this month. Let's just say all the shit you talk about me is nothing compared to what I lived. And if you like that, you're going to love this. If you can't get enough of WBC heavyweight champ Tyson Fury, here's good news. Netflix has announced a new reality series called At Home with the Furies will debut on Wednesday, August 16th, and there will be nine episodes shot during the Gypsy King's recent retirement. Uh, 
Well, there you have it, boxing fans. All the news fit to print today. Thanks very much for joining me. Appreciate it. Remember to like, share, subscribe, hit that notification bell. We'll see you later on at 4 p.m. when I join Mike Orr and his team uh, for their show, Knuckle Up.